Welcome to the Horns Up Half Hour, Cedar Hill ISD's podcast about scholars, staff, and community. Our guests will be individuals from the district and the community. This podcast is for anyone interested in expanding their knowledge of all things CHISD. So, um, okay, well, hello, this is Michael Sudhalter, uh, communications coordinator and host of the Horns Up Half Hour podcast. Um, yeah, I have here with me today um, CHISD Board President Robert Riggs and CHISD Board Vice President Gail Sims. So uh, we have a few topics to talk about the uh, March board meeting. I know it was a little bit delayed because, of course, we had spring break and then we had, you know, a weather issue to where the meeting took place on Monday, uh, March 28th. Um, but one of the uh, topics that was there was the uh, taper. Am I saying that right? Taper public hearing. Yes. Okay. What can you tell me about that? I'll jump in. I know the taper report is a combination of actually several different reports that are dealing with not just academic performance but financial performance as well as CCMR. It also looks ahead and it shows how our graduates are performing in colleges when they're out and about. Uh, so we can see that what kind of uh, results and how well prepared they are for that. So we're, we're, we watch that and this is a report that we required by the TEA to adopt in the month of March. And so that was actually one of the most important parts of our agenda yesterday. And that's when we approved that report. Gail, anything else to add on that? No, not really. Just that uh, that this is one of the reports that uh, really tells about the uh, uh, you know life, the health of uh, our district, um, and so it, it's something that you know if it, it is posted. Uh, I I don't know if you said that right, but it will be posted on our website. Uh, we're required to post that, so anyone who wants to look at the taper report. Uh, can do that. If they have questions, you know, they can contact uh, a board member, they can contact our superintendent uh, sure. to be able to tell them, you know, what it's what it's saying on there. Yeah, that, and that's another part, uh, Michael, as you go through, if you're wanting to gather any information, whether it's financial or academic performance or students after college, and you want to see that on any district in the state of Texas, uh, you can go to the TEA website. That hey, they have a very good searching tool that'll let you find the TAPA report. You can change districts, and that's really a tool that I use pretty often to compare how Cedar Hill is doing with other schools that are our size or around the Metroplex or in, in other parts of the state. Okay, great. And um, every month we hear from different principals about the work that they're doing at their respective campuses and. This month we heard from Dr. Amanda MacArthur at Bray Elementary and Jared Peters at Bessie Coleman Middle School. What can you tell me about uh, those reports? Well, actually, uh, they didn't give their reports. Uh, They were on our agenda for us to look at, but uh, I I guess, you know, our, our meeting was postponed. Uh, and we weren't able to have that meeting where they could come and actually present. Uh, so they were only information uh, only on our uh, agenda last night. 
uh, because we had another meeting, a joint meeting with our city council last night. So our meeting was about 45 minutes long. And so they, they really didn't present to us. But as you know, uh, they do these presentations so that we know what is going on with each one of our campuses and it, what they are identifying as what's going good and then letting us know what they need to do uh, to uh, help us, help our students be successful and to move along, uh, you know, with the academics and all. I, that's kind of it in a nutshell. Uh, Robert, you have... Now, both of these schools have implemented a lot of um, teacher training walkthroughs from the administration on regular intervals. And so those are kind of the things that are shared in those meetings, as well as students' um, performance based on middle-of-year exam data. So we're able to see how both schools are performing in their areas. And, and we can see what impact COVID has had from last year and the preparations that students have this year and where we need to close the gap. So um, what is clear is that we have administrators that are working very hard, teachers that are working very hard uh, to bring those students that they now have a chance to sit in front of and be with on a daily basis up to speed. And they're making up for lost ground in the last couple of years um, but they're making progress, and I think that's the hard part. It's not going to be an instant fix, and our students aren't going to instantly be where we want them to be, but we believe that every one of them has the ability to achieve academically, and uh, these professionals, um, our educators, are doing everything in their right and in their power to do it, um, despite still some absences here and there and um, still shortages of teachers, um, those, those are obstacles they need to overcome. And we're, we're going to talk a little bit more about a job fair and how we are hoping that that will continue to help us close gaps uh, and fill all the vacancies we still have in the district. And understand these presentations are a part of our Lone Star governments. Uh, they're a part of keeping us uh, up to date on what's going on uh, in, the, in each one of these schools. So... Uh, it, it's just carrying over for uh, our Lone Star governments. Okay, so we have a CHISD mentoring program. What can you tell me about that? Um, it's actually an opportunity to provide uh, new teachers uh, to become familiar with district employees, uh, resources, support services, all of that. It, it's uh, What they do is they spend time uh, with these new teachers to answer their questions, to walk them through. And this is not just brand new teachers just out of college. This is for someone who may be coming from another district as well. We want to let them know how Cedar Hill ISD operates and how we uh, rally around uh, our teachers to help them. It's a one-year program. Is that, am I correct there, Robert? It's a one-year program, and they, they had the opportunity to continue. And it's just making contact, be it personal contact, emails, text messages, phone calls, uh, just making contact with that new uh, teacher so that they become acclimated and 
to the, the uh, atmosphere here in uh, Cedar Hill ISD. You have anything more, Robert? No, I think you did a great job. I think it does give us an opportunity to um, take those uh, experienced teachers and, and the, all the informal learning that they have that, that's not included maybe in a professional development official program and allow them to have a relationship uh, to be able to track and take care of their mentorees. Um, and, and they take pride in that. They take pride in when one of their uh, folks that is assigned to them as a, uh, in a mentoring relationship does well and is prepared for the next steps and even when they start taking on them. We do hope it will continue. We want these teachers to last, to be in the district, to settle here, to enjoy being in the district, and really put down roots. And so we want them to have an ongoing effect and lots of relationships, not just in their school, but throughout the district. And then the board made some policy updates at, at um, last night's meeting. What can you tell me about those? Um, that that was DEC local uh, that we updated. Uh, currently, the policy states that it gives employees three local days and then two uh, pay-to-use days. And what we have done was we've switched that from those two pay-to-use days to make it five local days for all of our uh, employees. Uh, that... Um, and they can use those, of course, uh, as their local days. Also included in that, we did not have bereavement leave for our employees, and we have added three days of bereavement leave for them as well. What we will do, we're going to, once they submit information, we will uh, reimburse them back uh, for those days. Anyone who's had bereavement, uh, and we know with COVID that uh, you, you, you can't count probably the number of people, but uh, we will pay the, uh, reimburse them back for three days of bereavement leave as well so that we can make them whole uh, as far as the policy is concerned. And going forward, uh, we will have that uh, in policy now. And that bereavement pay is for immediate family members. So yes. uh, those are, so it is con controlled to, to the proper extent to make sure that the boundaries are in it, but it's certainly a, an act of compassion that um, we needed to take care of and yes. fix that issue. So, and I'm pleased and now, you know, a, a teacher that needs to have five days of sick time or um, out being out, they don't have to use their own personal money for those two of those five days like they used to. So, and making that retroactive, I thought was a very um, positive step to, to acknowledge we needed to take care of this and um, administration brought forward the recommendation and I think it was in, uh, fully supported by everyone within the trustees. So we're, we we want to put people first. Uh, we want to yeah. put every Longhorn. Um, we want to unlock every Longhorn's potential and that means teachers, uh, paraprofessionals, um, and administrators as well. So please to do that. Okay, so job fair on um, this Saturday, April 2nd at the Jolyn Maddox Teaching and Learning Center. So people can register online. It's um, all jobs, all types of jobs um, in the district. So um, talk about that event. Well, uh, we, we have openings. Uh, can I put it like that? Just point blank. We have openings. 
And we are looking to hire the very best to come to Cedar Hill, people who want to be here. Uh, we're looking forward to getting some of the best folks uh, within the region to want to come and work for Cedar Hill uh, ISD. We have openings probably in it, except for our bus drivers. We are, uh, <laughs> we, we do have bus drivers, but please apply anyway. Uh, we, we're looking for the best and the brightest to come to Cedar Hill. Uh, we need you. And we're looking forward to meeting you eventually. And we do, just as Trustee Sims identified, we, we do have openings. And there is a great district that is in your backyard uh, that has opportunities for you to flourish. And whether you're a paraprofessional, um, a teacher working towards certification through an alternative means, or someone that has a teaching experience in a field of study for many years. Cedar Hill is offering competitive pay. Uh, it has a great working environment, great atmosphere. The principals that we have hired are those that are interested in growing their people, not using them. And uh, as a board, I can tell you our desire is to see teachers flourish not be overwhelmed with paper and administrative work, but spending time with kids, uh, taking care of kids, um, investing their life. And we hope that you would consider um, being a teacher at Cedar Hill if you were interested in that kind of work. Love to have you. All right, great. And then um, we talked about teachers, and then now we're the following week, April 9th, we'll have the pre-K kindergarten showcase. Those are most. Those are the most fun times to go and uh, get us get an exposure for the schools. Our our kindergarten teachers are the most patient, caring people that I know, and uh, they are not afraid to get their hands dirty or painted on or put soap cream on them. <laughs> and uh, just to see the kids out there without masks, and most of them when they're going to come on that week. Um, identifying colors and shapes and animals and letters and just to see them even in a one afternoon going to look at different schools you'll watch your child learn right in front of you and just imagine what that would be like for a full year of the kids coming to the school so, so bring them it, it's it is absolutely the best process to get your kids involved early read to them engage them have them around people that are challenging them academically and get them connected to Cedar Hill uh, as fast as possible and stay. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I would just like to, I, I always say uh, that there's a special place in heaven for teachers uh, and especially pre-K and kindergarten teachers. You've made it very clear. That has to be someone who really loves it and all of our teachers really but to love on little bitty ones like that and to just want to see them grow, want to see them learn. And we know how their little minds work. You know, those of us who have kids, we know how their little minds just work. They're always constantly thinking and looking and wanting to know. And those teachers are ready to fill them up. Good. All right, great. And then, um, is there anything else you'd like to add? Um, I, I'd just like to mention that uh, the board had a meeting uh, 
last night with our uh, city council. It was a great meeting, very informative. Uh, we found a lot of common areas where we can collaborate and work together uh, to make not just Cedar Hill a better place, but to make Cedar Hill ISD a place where you want to be, where you want your kid, children to be, where you want to learn. There, you know, we, we talked about athletics, but there's a whole lot more uh, to Cedar Hill ISD and working collaboratively with our uh, city to make things better uh, just for the district. Robert? Now, I, I did um, just to be in a building that was built with joint funds, the city and the school board, uh, to sit side by side with the city council, knowing the projects, the, the effort they're putting in their long-range planning. Also, the district is involved right now in long-range planning. We, we have a committee that's working through tasks and identifying what is the best recommendation. And as both of those groups work together, it's going to create a better long-term plan overall for our community, stronger schools, and a stronger city. So um, it's just great uh, to see that effort and energy put in place and to see the, the planning going on. And uh, it, it just gave me an appreciation, I think, as a citizen of Cedar Hill to know that there are people that are working at the best interest of schools, of, of trash cleanup, of sidewalks on the streets, of lighting in the parks, and new libraries that our kids are going to be able to use. The new library that the city is proposing is absolutely beautiful. Yes. We have an opportunity. Just, uh, I know this is a district um, publication today that we're doing, but if you have an opportunity to see the city's presentation in the library, take a look at the building and imagine how positive that's going to impact our students in Cedar Hill that'll be using a public space like that for learning. So we're, we're pleased to see the partnership continue to grow. Mayor Mason um, and the rest of the city council is doing a fantastic job. We're very pleased. Yes. Okay, well, thank you very much, and uh, I guess we'll see you soon since the next meeting will be coming up on us uh, pretty quickly here in April. Yes. Thanks, Michael. Thank right. you. Thank, thank you. you, Michael.